we are super excited because today, first of all, well, there's several things that we have. Ooh, we have several things to talk so about. We're, today we're going to talk about Q&A. Yeah, it's Q&A. Because, so we're answering all your questions. Yeah, we went to our Full Focus Planner community, asked you guys for your questions, your burning questions, and we've got them today, and we're going to answer those. Also, it's Cyber Monday, so make sure, go to the Full Focus store if you want like the best deals ever. This is as good as it's going to get this year, so definitely don't wait. Uh, we're not just... Oh, spoiler alert, we're not extending this. So like, it's not like tomorrow you're going to get an email that's like, hey, JK, JK. Also, tomorrow, it actually is my birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. To so you. I'm excited. So anyways, be a great day. and uh, is that the exciting announcement? You just want to tell everybody it's your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of did. Also, we have you can a send gift cards legit too. exciting announcement. Yes, that I think that people are going to freak out about. Oh, okay. So brace yourselves. This is kind of like a big deal. Should I do a drum roll? Well, Nick can insert that. Uh, we have a digital version of the Full Focus Planner. <gasps> no, that we are planning to release. Next year, which is like take my money crazy. So this is something that people have been actually begging us for in the community for years, years, years. years. like decades. It, it's like multiple Huge. times a week we get people posting asking, do you have an iPad version? Do you have a remarkable version? Can I get a version for good notes? You name it. And I am really excited to share that we have finally figured it out. And in fact, my dad, actually, Michael Hyatt, is the one who has, for about two years, been behind the scenes working on this in his little, you know, laboratory workshop, whatever. And he finally convinced us to release it. We fought him on it for a long time. And we're really excited. But before we launch it, we have to beta test it because it's the first we try to do this with all brand new products that we come out with. And specifically with this one, there's a ton of uncharted territory. And so we have got to get our best minds of people using it and giving us feedback. So we're doing that with our full focus certified pros. Yep. And we are going to give them uh, this just as a gift. And starting January 1, we're going to be doing a beta test with them. My dad, Michael Hyatt, along with our chief product officer, Joel Miller, are going to be leading that group uh, in this beta test. And it's going to be super, super exciting. Uh, So the only way that you can beta the digital version is by becoming a certified pro. And so you can do that by going to fullfocus.co slash certified. And today, this is the last day to to get this deal. So just don't wait. You get $1,000 off of your certification. So seriously, don't wait. Go to that site. Become a certified pro. Ken is your like guide through your certification. And the he whole process. is awesome. That's and the be- best bonus is that you get to hang out with me. Yeah. Like actually. Yeah. It, and we do masterminds once a month with me. Yeah. I should have you come in one of these days. Yeah, I should. That'd be fun. If you want to try this digital version, and we're going to have a ton more coming out about this. This is just like, we need some people to try it and give us their feedback. And so I just don't want you to miss out on getting $1,000 off as well on your certification. So we'd love to have you become a certified pro and test out the digital 
planner. Yeah, so. and once and as all of you know, because it's beta, we'll be testing, getting all the kinks out, and then sometime next year, yeah, undisclosed time yet, uh, it yeah. will come out. And just transparently, we don't know the exact date when it's yeah. coming out. It all depends on this beta test. So, yeah. yeah, we're excited though. All right, it's a big day at Full Focus. Oh, there's so much going on. I love it. All right, Kim. So for the people that don't know what a certified pro is, can you just give us a quick idea of what this means? Yeah, a certified pro is a coach, consultant, or anyone in a leadership position who wants to train people in the full focus systems. So the planner, uh, there's a lot of new other systems that we're coming up with that you will be able to utilize and train others in. So you get all of that with us if you became a certified pro. And we're coming out with all new training in January as well. Like this is, this is the beginning of a really phenomenal program. Yeah. I'm excited for it. It's going to be awesome. Yes. All right. Well, let's get to your questions. So take us in. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving one day. Wednesdays. Wednesdays. <laughs> Wednesdays. I love Wednesdays. Every day. Hump day. You're love every, every day. day. Uh, hump day. Loving Mondays. I'm Ken, and this is Marissa. Hey. Happy Cyber Monday. Let's do it. All we right. We got questions from our Facebook planner community and... And we Nick. haven't seen these. So Nick is, I mean, this is really like, we're just going to have to think off the cuff here. So we did not prepare any answers. I may have cheated. I might have seen them already. Oh. Great. <laughs> so here, here's what um, we're going to do is we're going to try to go through as many as we can. Hopefully we get to your question. Um, and yeah, we'll just go through them. I'm going to start with the original post that Ken posted and I'm going to work my way through oldest to newest. Great. So here's, a, here's, a, here we go. Uh, Dan writes, loving the podcast. I struggle with keeping my goal centered in my life. What is a good way to keep them in front of you? Ken actually responded to this and he asked about if it was annual or quarterly. And Dan said in general, annual, but also quarterly. So how do you keep your goals uh, centered and in front of you? Top of mind. Top of mind. Okay. Real quick, Marissa, go for it. Okay. Well, I would say the first way is every single morning, do this as part of your morning or workday startup ritual and refer back to your goal list at the beginning of your planner. Hopefully you're using the full focus planner. I assume that you're listening and in our community you do. And that's a great way. Um, I would also say I, um, I personally print them, print, out. print them out and I'll type them up, print them out. And I post them around my house so that I see these every single day. So I have one on my refrigerator, one in my bathroom, kind of next to my mirror, so when I'm getting ready, I'm looking at it. And then one next to the chair that I sit in when I journal, when I'm working, when I'm watching TV, you know, all of it. And so it's just constantly in my view that, and you could, I could argue that you should put one in your car. Um, but just having it in a place that is constantly visible, uh, I think really helps. Yeah. I'll say the biggest thing that those are both really great. Make sure you put in your daily routine to just check yes. what your goals are. Yes. Do that and you will see it skyrocket. Yes, absolutely. Next question. Okay, so the next question is from Emily, who says she listened to Focus on This today. Thank you, Emily. And she says um, she listened to another podcast where they said they took 30 days off. And I struggled to plan even two days off. What steps do you take for planning some days off? And how do you plan to accomplish tasks ahead so that you're free to relax on those days. Oh, this is a great really good question, actually. Yes. Yeah. Well, I also would like to know how somebody's taking 30 days off because that sounds I've, legit. 
I've taken close to it. I've taken it. I'm trying to remember. I took two years ago. Was it two years ago? Yeah. Like a three full weeks in a row off, which Mm. was a big deal. I've done it every other year. Okay. Well, I also had a baby. So it's, eh, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, the way that I do this is, and this sounds like a plug and it kind of is, but it's honestly because I do it, which is especially if you're taking any more than just like one or two days off. Uh, to use our vacation optimizer. So I don't know if you guys even know that we have this. This is a tool that my dad actually created years ago. Um, and it walks you through several steps to kind of tie up loose ends with your team, uh, with the people that you work with, you know, doing things like setting your, um, away message on your email inbox or on Slack. And, um, and then it walks you through how to be intentional with your time off. So it's like, it's so easy to, especially for those of us that are high achievers and love what we do at work, it's really hard to shut that off. And so, um, this not only walks you through the preparation of how to leave well so that you can actually really unplug, but then what are you going to do when you are unplugged? So, uh, you can get that. I think the link is fullfocus.co slash vacation. It is. So uh, I would say that. For you, if if you've never taken that much time off, you probably should not start with 30 days. You should start with a week, Yeah. right? Uh, because if you have a team that you can delegate to, you want to start delegating as much of that stuff as possible. And then when you get back from that one week of vacation, you have the peace of mind, like, oh, they actually were able to do stuff. Yes, get, build your confidence. Build your confidence. So then you can do two weeks, three weeks, and so forth. Uh, but big things, obviously, the vacation optimizer. Second thing that, that has always helped me is just figuring out, like, what stuff do I need to delegate? And then obviously using the full focus planner, like what stuff do I just need to get done by X time? Yes. Now, here's the goal that I've always used. Whatever date is my vacation, let's just say it's uh, on Friday. I try to get all my goals done by Tuesday, the Tuesday beforehand. Oh, wow. Right? Overachiever. It is an overachieving thing, but it helps me to force myself to have the three days of buffer for God only knows what happens. That's true. Yeah. Right. If you try to get everything done on Thursday and all of us have been in this situation where you're trying to go on vacation and you're like sprinting to try to get everything done, it's exhausting. And you know, usually if it's not just like one day off where you're just staying at home, but if it's like you're actually leaving and going on vacation, you also have to pack. You might have to shop to get prepared. So it's not just the work that has to get tied up. It's like everything else in preparation of that you know, vacation or that trip that you're taking and that can like come and, you know, backfire when it's Thursday and your, you know, flight leaves at Friday morning at 6am or whatever time. And you have all this stuff you got to wrap up at work and you also have to pack and go to target and get, you know, the toiletries and whatever else you forgot. So, and what I love about giving myself a three day buffer window, inevitably it's always happened. There is something that comes up. So then I now, I now don't feel as stressed out because I've already delegated everything. I can see yeah. what's coming up the pipeline and also gives me some time to think about what other issues I haven't thought about them. I'm like, oh yeah, two weeks from now, I need this project to get done. I can have now time to delegate it. And I think a, a really big tip here too that I would add is make sure that people in your organization know who to go to in your absence. Yeah. So they're not calling you because I think this is this is a number one reason, especially if you're in a leadership position where you can get tripped up, you know, on your vacation is you get calls from people going, I don't know who to call. And, you know, you're usually the one that we ask about this thing. And so what I do is I always post a Slack message and say, like, if you need help or I put this in my email responder, if you need help on whatever, contact this person 
So you don't have to contact me. And then yep. that person usually will know if it's a really big emergency, they're going to call me. But otherwise, like unless the building is burning down, don't call me. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. The uh, other thing I would just say, because I take a basically a month off every year over the summer and then I take three weeks in, over the holidays, whatever, is that you have to sell what you're doing to the people who are stakeholders yes. and whatever's happening. So for me, I always go, hey, look, I'm going to be gone for a month. This happens with full focus. I'm going to be gone for a month. But guess what? You don't have to think about this podcast for that entire month I'm gone. So like it's a right. it's a opportunity for all of us to work ahead. Yep. Um, and I think that really helps get people on board. It's like we're still got to do this work. But if we do it now, we don't have to do it later, especially yeah. if you're trying to do something over the holidays or summer or something like that where people want the time. So I, I – well, and it. by you, like you as a leader or business owner, whatever your position is, by you being able to take time off, um, it encourages the people on your team to feel like they can as well. Yeah. And I think that's important. Like we, as leaders, we've got to model that, you know, or as business owners. All right. Next question. All right. Next question. Uh, and this is perfectly timed. This is from uh, Amy. She says, I actually struggle with getting back to the planner groove after being on vacation. Look at that. Wow. Look at this. <laughs> Look at that. Perfect. Timing. Uh, or even just bypassing a weekly preview for whatever reason. Even though my full focus planner is a habit of four years, I'd love some tips wow. to make sure that I don't get complacent after a short hiatus. Yeah. I would say, I mean, to me, like make it a non-negotiable to do your weekly preview when you get back and just like schedule it in before you go on vacation, schedule in a weekly preview for the first thing that you do on that first day back at work or the day before, you know, you return to work. Um, it's going to really set you up because I think one of the hardest things is that you come back. Usually your inbox is full. You know, you've got a thousand unread Slack messages and you've got meetings likely on that day. You've got uh, a whole to-do list of stuff that your team has given you while you're out. And so it's very normal that your day is going to be hijacked on that first day back. So what I would recommend is go ahead and schedule in your weekly preview for that first 30 minutes or hour, however long it takes you of the day that you return back from vacation and, um, you know, go immediately in and do that. And what that's going to do is you're going to have to flip back to, you know, the week before you were gone and you're going to remind yourself, Oh yeah, that's where I left that project. I handed this thing off to that person or, Oh yeah, I, I never did get to whatever task that I need to make sure I get to today or tomorrow. And so it's going to kind of get you in the frame of mind for work without feeling that sense of overwhelm. And it's going to help you set your weekly big three for that week where otherwise it is so I think this is like the highest risk for your week getting hijacked is a week after vacation. Yeah. It's just like everything's urgent all of a sudden because you've been out. And so if you can set those weekly big three ahead of time, um, you're going to be way more successful. Yeah. I, I'll just add, and I don't know if this is in the vacation optimizer, the day after your vacation, what would you want that day to look like? Oh, that's not, but that's good. Um, and start putting like your morning routines, everything that Marissa just talked about. That's what you want to think about. Cause what tends to happen is that like you're gone and you're like, Oh, I come back and you just start trying to do all the daily tasks that need to yep. get done. But if you stop and be like, no, no, what do I want that day to look like? And then literally block it off, like yep. block off that whole day of, so nobody can schedule a meeting with you while you're out. You know what yep. I mean? Like that also happens or, uh, block in deep work time or email catch up or whatever, like just go in and itemize that in your calendar. So it's not just taken up by other people's requests. Exactly. So, and then I would say the daily routine or the major non-negotiable 
Just get your planner out. And honestly, this is going to be happening. People, first of all, it's the Monday after Thanksgiving here in the U.S. You might be coming back to work after a week off. And I just want to encourage you, like, stop, 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 stop. Take a minute and go do your weekly preview if you haven't yet, because it's going to help you for the rest of this week. Yep. The other thing that I might want to add, and you could disagree with me on this, but take your planner with you on vacation, potentially. Let me finish my thought. And then... Don't write anything work-related, but just do all the personal big three that you want to do. All the fun big three things yeah. that you're doing on vacation. Go on a hike. Eat dinner with the family. Yeah. So, And just put those there because you could just still use it. So then the habit's still there. That's good. You just got to force yourself not to do work-related things on yeah. it or look at all, all those things. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right, next question. All right, the next question comes, well, actually, so this is from the post from today that Ken put up, and the next question is literally the exact same question from Hilarious. Tony about how do you come back from vacation and avoid Hot topic. interruption. So wow. there you go. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Next up, we have Melissa who writes, I struggle with checking my planner towards the end of the week. Wow. What are ways to keep the habit going? I am also a new mom and struggle with keeping up with habit goals at night. Any tips on that? Okay. I have tips, but can go for it. Uh, or I can go a few. <laughs> you can go first because I have a lot of thoughts about the mom situation yeah. and yeah, from well, an outside observer. Uh, for me, I schedule in my workday shutdown or startup and shutdown rituals into my calendar, like their actual like calendar yep. items for the first 30 minutes of my workday and the last 30 minutes of my workday. And I said that to remind me five minutes before that event. So that way, that's an immediate trigger to go check my planner, set my daily big three, see what's on my calendar, all, you know, check email, Slack. Those are kind of the last things I do in that startup ritual, which just encourages me to um, use my planner more. And then obviously at the end of the day, I'm doing the same thing. I'm reviewing that list. I'm reviewing my notes, wrapping up email, Slack, and making sure that I'm good for the next day. Uh, and without those calendar events, I can totally see how this would fall off your radar. So that's a great way to trigger, or you could set up a reminder on your phone, like, you know, set daily big three or check, you know, my daily big three uh, at the end of the day. Yeah. In regards to uh, you being a mom, I, I want you to also know to give yourself just a lot of grace yes. in this season, especially if you have little kids and you're, or, and you're just, it's crazy. I have four kids right now. My wife is a stay at home mom and I see this, right? Like, and by the time, if you're anything like us, by the time evening rolls around and you put the kids to bed, you are exhausted. Yeah. Just absolutely spent. And you're like, I just want to binge on something and eat bonbons. Is that still even a thing? Uh, old reference. It's an old <laughs> reference. Sorry. Uh, you know, just get a bowl of ice cream and just go, yeah. go to town. Uh, what I would say to you, if, if that's the situation you're in, is that you want to find and talk to your partner about this, right? That they can give you 20 or 30 minutes in the evening before you're putting the kids to bed that you could just go away. Yeah, that's good. So that you could do your, your, your shutdown, right? Cause you might not be able to do it during the day or something like that, but like, Hey, you need 20, 30 minutes. I try to do this with my spouse sometimes, or she's like, Hey, I, I just need, just need a minute. I need a minute. All right, go do whatever you got to go do. Reset. I'll take care of the kids for 30 minutes. I think they yeah. could survive Yeah. so far they have. That's good. Yeah. I like that. I like that partnership as well. And you can even do this. Like, let's say you get the kids in bed and there's an hour 
that you guys take and, you know, or 30 minutes and you both go do your thing and then come back, you know, that's good. I would say that big thing though is because again, this happens to us, right? Sometimes as soon as you put the kids to bed, you just want to get your phone and just binge. You have to be really intentional of like, no, 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 we're we're actually going to grab our planner and do a shutdown routine or or whatever you want to do. Set a reminder. I think that's a good trick or two. Hopefully that helps. Okay. Next up we have Heather who asks, what are the best ways to reset your goals when you're thrown a ball out of nowhere that you have to start juggling along with everything else? Oh, okay. Well, I have a lot of questions for her that I can't got, ask. I have no, no other information for you. Okay. Man, it's a tough one. All right. Well, so there's several different categories that I'm thinking about. The ball may be a life circumstance. So I'm just trying to give specific. I always specificity. Have, I always have a hard time with that word. Specificity. Uh, life circumstances. That's the yeah, show right? now. We yeah. just pronounce words together. Yes. yes. <laughs> Marissa's like, now Ken, here's the next word. It like becomes a spelling bee. Okay. Uh, okay. Life circumstances, right? Like yeah. major life circumstances. Either your health issues kick in, something right. that throws a massive curveball, right? Then there's like the inc- the other category that I'm thinking through is the inconvenience, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like work, you just got a new project thrown into you and you're like, oh my gosh, right? Yeah. But it's not massive. It's right. still within your parameters. Let's talk about the life circumstance one first. The way I think about this is life happens. Yep. Right? Sometimes your goals, you've set certain things. They, you have to realize that they're not set in stone. Right. Every goal is leading you to a journey. And sometimes in that journey, you have to take different directions and different paths. Mm-hmm. And it's, so you have to give yourself permission to let go of whatever goals you had yeah. planned and adjust accordingly to what the life circumstances have come about. So true. If you don't do that, you're going to feel like you have to do all of it. And at that point, you have to say, you know what? I have new life circumstances. I'm going to say no to all these other things. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. I think great, having grace with yourself too, you know, and just knowing like it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, you know, we talk about having your goals be relevant to the rest of your life. And I think that sometimes life throws you a curveball and you have to readjust your goals and, and to say like, does this work? You know, COVID was a great example of this where we all were thrown a major curveball that none of us saw coming. And so we all probably had just, you know, two months prior had set all these goals for 2020 and then, you know, two, three months go by and everything goes out the window. And so we all had to adapt and, you know, re uh, calibrate our expectations for the year ahead. And obviously that was a really, really difficult and extreme example, but that can happen in your life all the time where something, you know, a health situation happens, you, I don't know, something happens with a family member, whatever work, anything can happen. And just saying, okay, I'm going to just be willing to go with the flow a little bit here. And just because I can't do something right now, doesn't mean you can't do it at all. Like you can just postpone it and deal with whatever is on your plate at the time and then go there, you know, at another time. Yeah. I think one of the things that has helped me with goal achievement is, is, and I said that said it earlier and I'll say it again, I don't set it in stone. It's one of those things that it's like, I hold it loosely right? uh, because then it's almost legalistic where you're like, Oh my gosh, I couldn't get it done. You're stressing yourself. I was like, no, I got other things that I got to do and I'm able to free myself from it and be like, okay, I'll give you a great example where sometimes you might set a goal that, Hey, I want to get this done in 60 days or 90 days. And it may take you another three months. Yeah. Right. That's okay. Yeah. You still got it done. It got done later than you wanted to. And yes. you could reassess why and all that stuff. But 
you got to give yourself that freedom. Be committed to where you're going, not how you're getting there. Yeah. You know, like I think that's the important thing is that, uh, you know, let's say you have a goal to implement uh, or to, I don't know, lose weight is always the one we say because it's so tangible for people. I think let's say that's your goal and something derails you and you're not able to do it in the way you want just don't be so attached to the strategy of how you want to accomplish that. Like you might need to pivot and change and do something a little bit different or try something different because the original strategy that you created is not working or it's not conducive to the rest of your life any longer because of the circumstances you find yourself in. And that's okay. You know, like you can change this. This is like the beauty of being a human is we get to change at any given time. And so when stuff comes our way, we can go, okay, how can I shift and adapt to what is on my plate now. And there's probably things that need to come off and make room for this new curveball, And that's okay. And those things don't have to be gone forever. I can still have those dreams and desires and achieve those at another time when it feels more realistic. Yeah. This same, this principle also applies with the other major projects that I talked about. I talked about two buckets, yeah. life circumstances, the other one where you just recognize like, Oh, you know what? I have this new project. I got to shift some stuff around right. and giving yourself that permission is helpful. Totally. All right. Nick, next question. We got a lot. Let's so go. if we're going to try to get through all of them, we just want you to be aware. Lots of lots of questions from the community. Love it. I love it. I'm glad. Um, okay. Christina writes, when you decide a goal is no longer serving you, its intention, how do you acknowledge or celebrate the work you've done so far? Example, got 75% on a health and wellness goal and realized I don't like the fitness goal anymore. Oh. I am fulfilling the intention behind the goal another way. And now this is distracting. Okay. First of all, thanks for the example. Cause that's really helpful. <laughs> um, I would say like, great. Oh my gosh. Like you have done so much. You made it 75% of the way to your goal. And like I was just saying, like the beauty of being a human is you get to change your mind. You get to change your strategy at any given time. And so if this goal is no longer serving you in the life that you want, like you probably learned a ton getting 75% of the way there. You probably grew in ways that you could have never grown otherwise. Absolutely take some time to, you know, celebrate that, embrace that. Um, you can do, we have a process, what we call an after action review, where you kind of ask yourself several questions of like, you know, what have, what have I achieved? You know, what am I celebrating? What are some wins? Um, what were some of the things I want to change or do differently going forward and kind of digest what you learn from that experience. And then absolutely like set a different goal that resonates more with you. There's nobody going to like, there's no goal police who are going to come over and be like, uh, you only got 75%. You have to accomplish this, even though you don't want to like, no, no, we're not knocking on your door. Nobody's coming to knock on your door about yeah. that. Christina, what's really important about this whole thing is that you said, Hey, I'm, I'm getting it done a different way. Like you found, yeah. you've already found a different way. I think I would challenge you if you were like, Oh, I quit after 75%, I'm done. And I'm just not doing it anymore. Then I challenged like, what, what's going on? What happened? Like, did you set a different goal or are you now just drifting? Yes. So for those of you who are listening, I think it's really important for you to understand if you decide to switch goals, right? Making sure that you, you have a clear destination of where you're going and you're not just quitting. Yeah. All right, Marissa, we've had a lot of questions come in. So we're going to have to do a two-parter, right? This one's going to come out on Monday and then the next one is going to come out on Thursday. Yeah. So this week, you get a twofer from us. Yes. Yes, you yes, get to yes. hear us twice. That's really exciting. Well, you guys knocked it out of the park with these questions. And I think this is going to be like a regular thing for us. Yeah. I yeah. love it. It's great. It's, it's fantastic. Fun. All right. 
Well, with that, thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please go ahead and share it with your friends and be sure to join the Full Focus Planner community. Definitely go in there, ask your questions. We'd love to keep interacting with you guys. Um, And you can benefit from all the creativity and encouragement of all the other people like you in there. We'll be here next week with another great episode. Actually, we'll be here Thursday with part two and then the following week with another great episode with a special guest. Yes. All right. We'll find out then. Well, until then, stay Stay focused. focused.